0: So much special music tonight on a very special night, and it is indeed a, a very special night. It's a night, I think, that's filled with anticipation and wondering of what God is doing and what God has done. Oftentimes, I uh, like to speculate and wonder what was going on in heaven on the, this, uh, this this night so many years ago, when all of God's plans and all of his purpose were coming to pass. And I kind of like to imagine that it it was visioned and seen as recorded uh, in the very precious second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And I want us to read that very famous and familiar passage of Scripture as we look at this Christmas story tonight. Luke writes and says, In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And this was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Well, it is indeed a night of anticipation And I think those who anticipate it most are those who are children. And I like the insight, and we've already gotten some examples of that tonight during Allison's message in time with the children, that children can give to us about this wonderful season. Uh, There was a conversation uh, that was held between a nine-year-old boy and one of the Santa Clauses uh, in the mall. And Santa Claus asked little Jordan, said, what would you like for Christmas this year? And Jordan simply said, Rudolph. And Santa said, well, you can't have my favorite reindeer. He said, why would you want Rudolph anyway? And Jordan said, because I like venison. (laughs) I think he ended up on Santa's naughty list, don't you? (laughs) And then in one family, everybody had to get haircuts on the day before Christmas Eve. And so they were all getting the haircuts. And the youngest one had waited the longest and was kind of fidgety. And so a lady cutting his hair kind of ask him some questions about Christmas. you excited about Christmas? Yes, ma'am. Are you glad there's going to be a lot of people coming to your house? Yes, ma'am. And then she said, are you expecting a special visitor to come? And he said, well, I I think so. And she said, you know, the man with a white beard and a big stomach. And he said, oh, yeah, Papa comes to see us every Christmas. (laughs) Now, I don't write this, I just report this. But there was a Sunday school class of first graders who were discussing the Gospel of Luke, the second chapter in the Christmas story. And the teacher asked the question, now who made the decree that all the world should be taxed? And one little boy raised his hand and said, the Democrats. (laughs) Then an adult lady was asked, what are you expecting for Christmas this year? And she said, I expect to see coming in my house a jolly man with a full beard and a heavy sack on his back. And she said, that will be my son coming home from college with his dirty laundry. (laughs) Now hopefully you've bought all your gifts. It looked like half of northeast Richland County was going in Walmart when I was making my way here. But hopefully you've bought all your gifts. And maybe some of you lucked up and you're going to get something out of the Neiman Marcus Christmas catalog, which is an absolutely fantastically extravagant list of gifts. Let me just share two with you. That you might be interested in. Maybe after Christmas you can get them even a little bit cheaper. But you can buy a 1.85 million 25 carat rough diamond. And what comes along with that is a trip to Africa to trace the origin of that diamond. That's for you ladies and for you men to worry about. Now, for you guys, you know, there are a lot of football games on. Bowl season's coming up. For you, there is the convergence of technology and nature that you can buy an outdoor entertainment system that has a 201-inch screen. Can you imagine that? A 201-inch screen that comes up out of the ground. Plus, you have to pay for costs cost of shipping and handling. Now, when we talk about being a very extravagant gift, we come to talk about the gift that we celebrate tonight. We come to celebrate the gift that God gave to us at Christmas. A very precious gift. A very special gift. And above all, a very extravagant gift. He gave us His Son, Jesus Christ. And of all that we read, let me just sum it up to you in, in these words that the Apostle Paul wrote. I think just so overwhelmed with Christ. In 2 Corinthians 9 verse 15, he says, Thanks be to God... ...for his indescribable gift. I think when we sit back and we really take stock of what really is the essence of Christmas... ...then the wonderful good news is that God has given to us an extravagant gift. I want us to look at Jesus for just a moment briefly... ...and then celebrate communion to remember the full story of the life of Christ. So we have to understand that Jesus came as a prepared gift. Our God and Father in heaven he has always known what we have needed... And even before Adam and Eve fell into sin, he knew what we needed. And so he had purposed before the foundations of the world to send his son into this world to be our Savior. As Abraham told Isaac on the way to the top of the mountain, he said, God will provide himself a lamb. And it was God the Son given by God the Father, fathered by God the Holy Spirit, who was delivered to the world as an extravagant gift. And God used infinite care in preparing his Christmas gift. His gift of Jesus Christ came with all the preparation necessary to heal our sinful lives and to repair our broken relationship with God. He was a prepared gift. And secondly, Jesus came as a personal gift. And we put a lot of thought into our gift giving. Uh, What does this person need? You know, what size? Will it fit them? Will the color be just right? All of those things that we think about. But God's gift in Jesus Christ, so exorbitant is a gift that is perfectly fitted to every one of us. This gift is for the entire world, but it's also personalized for every one of us. The gift of Jesus Christ is the perfect gift because it meets your greatest needs. And no one of us who's ever claimed a relationship with Christ and found that forgiveness and the love of God and a relationship with God and peace and security have ever wanted to exchange it. It is a very personal gift just for you For everybody, but just for you, there has been born today for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And then I want us to think about the fact that Jesus came as the perfect gift. The Lord Jesus Christ is is perfect in every respect. He was perfect in His incarnate state before He ever took on a body. He was perfect in His virgin birth. He was perfect in His sinless life. He was perfect in His atoning death at Calvary. He was perfect in his resurrection and he's now perfect interceding for us in heaven and he will be perfect as he comes in perfect timing in his second coming to gather his children and to establish his kingdom. I like the way Eugene Peterson who translated and paraphrased the, uh, the New Testament writes Second uh, Corinthians 9.15 and says thanks be to God for this gift his gift no language can praise it enough. You see, what we come with anticipation tonight should be more than just the gathering of family and more than just the beautiful decorations and more than the beautiful songs that we sing and more than the gifts that we're going to exchange and perhaps open tomorrow. Some maybe tonight. But what we need to remember and what we need to focus upon is the perfect gift that Jesus Christ came to bring to us. And that is the salvation experience. You see, the Christmas message is about being reconciled with God And that means that we have to experience redemption where our sins are forgiven. And Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of all the prophecy and all the promises that God made that He would bring into the world the one, the Messiah, the Christ child, who would be the one who would give His life for our sins. And so, what we celebrate tonight is not just the birth of Jesus Christ, but what we celebrate is the entire life story of Christ, His incarnation. His birth into the, to the manger in Bethlehem. His life that he lived with perfection. His cruel death that he died on the cross of Calvary. But then his glorious resurrection. And then his ascension up into the kingdom of God. Into heaven where he awaits us. And in the meantime intercedes for us on the right hand of God. You see that's the perfect gift that God has given to us in Jesus Christ. So that all of our needs could be met. It's a perfect gift for everyone. It's also for you. And so what we come to celebrate tonight is the miracle of God with us in Jesus Christ and the extravagant gift that God has given to us, the gift of himself, the gift of his son, the gift of forgiveness, the gift of redemption, the gift of reconciliation with God. I trust that in all of your celebration. That you too will find all that you need in Jesus Christ and you will value more than ever the extravagant gift of Jesus Christ as God's Son and our Savior.